Brickhead Nation, welcome back. This is Clayton Season. We are on episode two. My name is Liz Zagoni, and instead of my usual Jonah Jerkins, I am joined here today by a good friend, Daniel Curtis, out in L.A. Uh, keep in mind that we are going to be sharing a microphone. So if there's any awkwardness, um, just chalk it up to it's just for this week. Um, but we chat about all sorts of things. Uh, we're both very excited for what's to come in this season. And please give us a like, a subscribe, reach out to us, Pedals and Pricks podcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you think after. And I believe we will start this thing right now. My name is Liz Zagoni. And today I am joined here with a very special guest host. Please welcome Daniel Curtis. Wow, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I feel like, um, you know, like the best player got injured and uh, they called my number to get into the end of the game. And, uh, you know, uh, I've been waiting for my whole life for this moment. Well, welcome. It's you're in for a real treat. So real quick. So Jonah is being... Um, Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305 Pitbull in Miami this weekend, or this week, I think. Um, and so I had to find a friend in L.A. who also watches The Bachelor. So, Daniel, how long have you been actively watching The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, all of Um, I started uh, Matt James season only because I am black, Um and uh, I had to see the first Black Bachelor, and I just wanted to see how he would act and just what it, what, what the show was. And it was also quarantine, so it was it was an exciting thing that was happening. And you know, I, I just wanted to support my fellow blacks or black. <laughs> fellow black, that's good. That's a nice. I feel like quarantine is like a big. Also, like you've watched everything on Netflix. It's like fuck. I'll finally cave and watch The Bachelor. I didn't watch, so I only started watching Katie's season because that's when I was asked to co-host with Jonah. Uh, hated her season. And you've kept up with all of them since. Yes. What was your, uh, I'm guessing that Matt James was your favorite because he's a fellow black. What was, which one have you liked the most so far? Um, I don't know if Matt James' season was my favorite because I felt like he played it very, very safe to an extent and there was just a lot of moments where i was like i feel like he's only doing this because he is the first black bachelor and he kind of has to do things a certain way and not let people down i feel like he kind of even talked about that when he was on the show um i mean i guess my favorite so far that i've watched i i did enjoy katie's season to an extent because i did like the guys on her season actually there was like guys that i actually thought that she i was like oh these are like really cool dudes that like i would support them dating probably any woman like a couple of guys from her season nice and i did um how okay so michelle is also uh she was the second black bachelorette how did you feel about michelle's season um michelle's season was uh i i honestly felt like clayton was the best guy from her season and i felt like they would look better together than anyone i mean obviously her and nate look beautiful together but 
I don't think Nate's a real human, and uh, <laughs> I don't think Nate knows who he is as a person. And uh, yeah, it was her season was just weird. It was weird. I agree with that. And while I love Nate, and I picked him winning from the beginning, um, and I think him and Joe are both physically attractive. Uh, I'm more attracted to them than uh, Clayton. However, yeah, their personalities are... Well, Joe was, like, not a real human at all. Like, less than Nate. Um, but I, I feel like it got a lot of bad, uh, negative... Like, a lot of people didn't like Michelle's season because it was so boring. And then we all, you know... Well, everyone knows how I feel about Brandon. I fucking hate him. But it was very anticlimactic. Yeah, I feel like her season, the most interesting thing in her season was Martin. And uh, I think I, I needed more Martins. There was just, there was just, there, I feel like that big, strong Olu was just trying to fight someone every episode. And I don't know, her season was, it just felt kind of played out. And she, she just kind of was boring because she just, she knew exactly what she wanted in her life. She knew that she wanted, I mean, there's nothing wrong with knowing what you want, but like, I felt like she, there was no open to interpretation of like what the guys wanted. It was her life or like bust. Like that was it and nothing. Yeah. I do feel like she didn't leave a lot of uh wiggle room. It was, <laughs> I mean, even from the start, it was like, yeah, it was like move to Minnesota. Like I'm a school teacher. This is what it's going to be. And you better be my best friend. Like my parents are. Um, so Daniel, what, if you were on the bachelorette and you have a girlfriend, that's your current status. So you're not going to be applying for the next season, but if you were on the bachelorette and you were getting out of the limo, what would your like gimmicky thing be? You can take a minute to think about it if you need. I like, as much as I think I would like do a stupid gimmicky thing, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm. I couldn't. I couldn't, like, live with myself. I'd be like, that's so embarrassing. I'm not going to be, like, the girl that shows up in a bathtub. However, the one girl, Hunter, she showed up with a snake, and I love snakes, and I have a snake, so I'm like, that is something I would do. So let's hear yours. Um, I mean, I think if I was going to be really spontaneous and creative, I think I would probably put my head through a table. No! <laughs> and, uh put it next to a bed of lettuce and uh i think that would be the best way to win a girl i also felt like every guy from that season had no game mm -hmm. like at all mm -hmm. like even nate he never knew what to say like he was way too good looking to like not know what to say in situations like i feel like a guy that good looking like says i love you all the time like it, it was weird her season was like opposite everything yeah i i mean i think that's Nate and Joe, especially, like, when you're that good-looking, like, you just have women throwing themselves at you. You've never had to, like, carry on a conversation or, like, sell yourself to someone's parents. Um, I hated Rick with his eyeliner sticking his head out of the table like that. Um, so here comes the real question. And this is where Jonah and I, for the loyal listeners, you know, we have different opinions. Jonah very much believes in the process, believes in the show. And he's like, I thought that was really sweet. I'm like, Oh, I, I, you know, shed a tear where I think all of it's bullshit. I think everyone's trying to get famous. 
I don't believe anyone is authentic on this show. How do you, where do you fall on the spectrum of believing it or not? I mean, I think it's a hundred percent possible. Uh, I mean, especially, uh, when you get to a point where, uh, you're, 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 you're done, you're done with the dating pool or you're like, you know, just whoever wants to take you serious, like you're going to take them serious. And it doesn't really take, I feel like it gets to a point where it doesn't really take much. I mean, that sounds terrible to say, <laughs> but like, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like most people, there's like a few simple things that they want. And as long as you connect with someone and like, they're going to be honest with you and truthful with you and like, love you for like you, like at the end of the day, like, I don't know, you can't really like, that's, that's, that's kind of like all you need. So, I mean, as long as it's real, I mean, it's just such a short amount of time for an engagement which is like why I'm like, all right, maybe like this should be like a promise ring at the end <laughs> for like a six month engagement or like, I don't know, let's get to know each other for like a little bit longer. But yeah, that's how I feel, too, is like I don't I don't completely think like no one ever catches feelings on this show and it's all bullshit. I just think like it's absolutely ridiculous to marry someone having only known them for that short amount of time, I do think it would be more appropriate to be like, hey, let's date seriously and see how it goes. I am not going to lie, though. I have seen my mom seriously date a man more than once for maybe less than three months and get married to them for over, for longer than probably the bachelor, bachelorette. Uh, what I mean, marriages last. Your, your mom did this multiple times? yes uh and uh and it's crazy because my mom is like you would never i would never expect her to be on like tinder or like any like the match.com or anything like that but she was just like you know like i went on like i found some website and i paid a hundred dollars i was like you paid a hundred dollars what <laughs> and this is the guy that she's with now and they just got married in may in las vegas um whole not our whole family but like uh i don't know whatever nuclear like close family went to the wedding and um honestly this might be the best guy like she met because any guy that's willing i swear if a guy pays a hundred dollars to be on any dating website unless he's a serial killer like he's gonna gotta be looking for like some type of good like that i no, i agree with that and i like wow good for your mom so how many how many times has she been married to someone that she knew for less than a bachelor season um let's see God, it's crazy. I don't even want to name him. It sounds crazy to name him. No, I can't name him because that's, that's disrespectful. All right. Um, uh, I would say there was, there was two quick marriages. There was two quick marriages. Two quick marriages. Okay, two is not bad. You made it sound like there was like 17 men that your mom just ran through and was like, on to the next. Well, no, because there was my mom got married immediately after she left my dad. And then that was a long marriage because uh, that guy was like there for me through my like middle and high school years for the most part. And so they got divorced. And then there was then there was the, the another quick marriage. And then, yeah, so there's two. There's two. OK. Do you think this one's going to last? I, I mean, I, I hope this one lasts. I mean, 50 is way too old. I mean, if this one doesn't last, she'll be in like her 60s dating. So like. She might be on the next uh, senior bachelor. I mean, honestly, I would love that for her because uh, <laughs> that might be the most entertaining thing that ever happened to me. That would be amazing. And then I would love it actually knowing someone. 
and being like, go Daniel's mom. But I also hope that she, um, this most recent marriage is a successful one and she doesn't have to get into dating in her uh, 60s. 55. Well, yeah, so dating into her um, her prime where she, you know, that's the time you want to lay back, relax, and, and live your life and not have to be dating. I actually, I just recently joined Hinge again and uh, saw a man named Dash and I immediately deleted it because I was like, oh, this, I can't. Do you not believe in Hinge? <laughs> Me and my girlfriend met on Hinge. What, how do you feel about Hinge? Look, I have I know so many people that like married someone off of Hinge or Bumble or Tinder. Like I know it happens. And actually, I dated a guy for like a year who I, like my most recent boyfriend. I had seen him on Hinge and I swiped left on him. Like I was like, oh, no, I'm not interested in him. And then we met in real life. And I was like, ooh. And then I kept my eye out for him. And then I saw him and I was like, oh. I already swiped left on this guy. It's like, who else am I swiping left on? I just get frustrated. And also, I think I'm not ready to get back on the apps yet. So that's my... Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I feel like the apps are different for women than they are for guys. Because I, well, I don't even know. Because I feel like women can talk to a lot of guys at once. But like, guys will never know. I don't know. Or, like, I feel like women keep it under wraps way better than guys do. Like, if guys are talking to more than one girl, they will make it, like, obvious or, like, they can't hide it. Or, like, they tell everyone that they're talking to them. And guys are just awful at hiding their business. I feel like <laughs> if women, like, you, you're not even going to know if a woman's cheating, I feel like. Most guys don't even know when, when women cheat. Nice. <laughs> so I can get away with it. Just kidding. Um... Do you have a winner in mind? Do you like, do you think I, so I picked, I know who I have in my top three. Although one of them, I think Susie and Sarah look alike. So I, one of them is in the top three. And then I think Genevieve and Teddy. That's how I feel. I want to hear also really quick. If it sounds weird, the two of us in this conversation, uh, we had to share a microphone for this episode. So after going back and forth and to Target and um, trying to get all the equipment, my MacBook would not let us do two microphones. So I apologize for the awkwardness of it, but we are just making the best of what we have because it's The Bachelor and that's what you got to do, you know? So... Those are my top ones. I want to hear who you who you have winning the whole thing, who you have top three, and then I want to know like overall, how do you feel about these women? Okay. Um, well, overall, I feel like they casted this whole season off of ZipRecruiter, <laughs> and um, it's such a odd. I mean, I guess it always is an odd group of like women and men, but. I don't know. I, f I feel like uh, they, they're really trying to sell the Midwest thing on like Clayton and really find him like a, I don't know, like a not a Southern girl, but like a rural. Yeah. Yeah. Rural girl. Rural. 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 Um, but I feel like my 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 two favorites 
are uh, Serene and Susie. And I just feel like Serene might be, I don't, I don't know how old she is exactly, actually. I just had it up. But uh, she just seems so mature and knows who she is. And, uh, I mean, she's beautiful, too. And I feel like she kind of just really is herself. And um, I think the connection that they have is, like, sweet and genuine. And I feel like the trail they show too many trailers and spoilers that probably have, like, affected my views now, too. I agree with that. And that's why I picked my top three because I was like, Oh, when he's standing there and being like, I've had sex with all of you. I recognize those girls. And I was like, well, why'd they give us this? Now I don't care. You know, I want the, I want, I want to know. Keep, drag me along for the ride if I'm going to have to watch this god-awful show. So let's jump into the episode. And right away, we do group date and a bunch of children bouncing in a bounce house and randomly, Hillary Duff comes out of nowhere. That threw me through a loop. I had no idea why she was there. I got so excited when I saw Hillary Duff. It's just because, like, why is she so perfectly... I don't, never mind. I can't even say that. <laughs> I can't even say what I want to say. All right, I'm going to say it, but, say like, it. I'm going to say it, but, like, I don't mean this in any way that could offend someone. She is just so perfectly thick. <laughs> uh, like, I, I, but you know what it is? It's just her uniqueness and being her. Her body just fits her so perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women's bodies fit them perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's like her name even fits her perfectly. I was like, oh my God, I can't stop looking at her. And also, but I had also like what bothered me every time Clayton, I feel like Clayton tries to be too perfect. And even his like introduction with her, I was like, why is your introduction of her so good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I like, I love Hillary Duff. Big fan, but. Not as big a fan as Cassidy. She was like, is that Hillary? Oh, my God. She's like, fuck these kids. Is that Hillary Duff? Oh my God. And then she went on to be a nightmare throughout the day. Like, not help. But like, you got to fake it till you make it a little bit. And she is just straight sociopath. Like, I'm not here for the kids. I'm here for Clayton. And then, like, steals him away. Doesn't give a fuck about anyone. And is like... I just really like you. I feel a connection. It's like, you're full of shit, lady. And he's just so like Missouri that he's like, oh, I like I like you too. It's like, shut the fuck up. I just feel like it's got to be like a little bit fake because like, I don't know. This It was the, the second time around when they, she went to go get some like second round. I was just like, if this was me, like even if I did really, really like this girl, like Maybe that's just me in public where I'm just like, all right, this is just like not the like time. Like, I'm good. Like, get off me a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it is very, it's like, okay, I still want to be fair to everyone else playing the game. Like, you can't steal me away twice. And then after the cake, which poor Genevieve was like going to cry, she's like, I spent an hour on that cake. And then they, <laughs> she fucking drops it. Yeah. I, I, I like almost felt bad for Genevieve, but then I look at her and I'm just like, I know who you are. She's a bartender in LA. She she's fine. I that's I connected with her cuz connected with her. I was like rooting for her cuz I'm like I know who she is. She knows who she is. Like I'm a bartender. I'm I would absolutely sign up for the bachelor and be like, "Yeah, I'll take my 15 minutes now." Yeah. And also it just really was bothering me cuz every time Cassidy's face would get more red, I swear she looked like beans from the Even Stevens movies. <laughs> Like, she was just really, really bothering me. And also, this is a really, really... When you were like, fake it till you make it, Drake posted the picture today on Instagram, and it was like, fake it till you make it, but like, 
the part they forget is you actually have to make it. Did you see the thing with the girl, like the rumors oh, going around with, yeah. with with the girl putting um. So like apparently Drake, it's girl Drake invites his girl over to her house and uh, he comes in the condom. He goes into the bathroom, puts hot sauce into the condom to like kill off the sperm. Never knew this was a thing. Never heard of it, but I guess whatever. And apparently she goes into the bathroom and tries to put the contents of the condom inside of her um, Drake specimen <laughs> and uh, burns herself and allegedly is trying to sue Drake now. Wouldn't you see that the semen is like red? Like you're not putting like Cholula in semen and like fooling someone and be like, oh, it's I'd be like, oh, this poor man is not healthy i he needs to go to the doctor why is it orange it's so odd it's so odd that's i didn't realize i th- i thought he just like put he had like taco bell packets in his pocket and he was like he came into the condom and then was like oh let me ruin it so she doesn't try to like impregnate herself i didn't realize he put the hot sauce in and then she put it in herself yeah well, she he did it like after he came, so like she he did kill it, so that was the point of him doing it, was to kill it. Right, but I mean, like, she put hot sauce semen in her vagina and burned herself. Yeah, and that's wild because I just I would be like, you have an STD, number one, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like my first thought would not be like, do you know how selfish you have to be? I mean, I don't think. Anything is worth having bacterial vaginosis or a yeast infection so bad or the pain and the burning of hot sauce in my vagina to like what have Drake's kid. Sure, there's like millions out there if you like millions of dollars if you uh, like had it. But it's like that's a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten toothpaste on my penis before and uh, that burns. So I can't imagine what hot sauce is doing. Also, to preface the toothpaste on my penis, uh, <laughs> uh, this girl, when I was in like, she was in like high school and we were in middle school and I was outside playing with my friends and uh, why did she, why did I, why did I, she told me to do it and it would help me something. Oh, I think, oh, I think I like zipped up my pants really fast and I got like a little burn or a cut and she told me to put toothpaste on it. And the toothpaste was the worst thing I've ever felt in my life. Like she, like she, like it was a, supposed to be a cooling effect, and it burned. Yeah, it it was the worst burning sensation of my life. It was like icy hot, but like times ten in like the most sensitive spot on your body. If you're a male, <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what something being inside you burning does. Yeah, no, I I've only had like maybe one yeast infection ever. And because I go the natural route, so one time I put, well, more than once, I like felt like I was going to get a yeast infection, so I put a clove of garlic up my vagina. And that's not a super comfort. It doesn't hurt. It's just like... That's a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. Because garlic is antifungal. And so if you put a clove of garlic... Here's the thing. You're supposed to put like a needle and thread through it so that you can fish it out afterwards because that little baby will just be bobbing around in your you vagina. Out, though, right? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't put the string in either. I just like popped that sucker right in there. I was like, and then I. The weirdest part about it, and this is, I think, I think the gross part about it is that your body absorbs the garlic and you can taste it in your mouth. So you'll be like, oh, I feel like I just ate like a clove of garlic because your body is absorbing it. And then, of course, the less gross part of that is I had to uh, shove two fingers in my vagina and and fish it out myself because I lost it. Yeah, so for those of you out there who uh, whose moms can't cook or uh, doesn't season the food, you know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Just pull up to the dinner table and uh, your mom will think she's the best cook ever. You know what you got to do. That's what Italian families do. That's The moms aren't even as that good at cooks. We all just put garlic in our vaginas. Um, also, whose fucking party was this? This kid, Maya, they're like, it's Maya's birthday party. And I'm like, is this Hillary Duff's child? What? Who, did they win like a Make-A-Wish Foundation? That was like very random and and. We I wish they would have given us explanation on whose <laughs> whose birthday party this was. Yeah, the birthday party was odd. Also, because I was like, these kids look way too old for a bounce house. <laughs> and uh, and then they like showed the girl Maya. Then she like looked as if like, oh, am I Maya? Am I the actress who was hired as Maya for the day? And she was like, oh, you just dropped my kick. That's okay. She was. She like wasn't sure that was her. She was like, oh, that, that's my name on there. Oh my goodness. Happy birthday to me. It was weird. Uh Cassie, I feel like also they were just like boozing, which understood. You're at a child's birthday party. No one wants to be sober. Also, I don't think there you can be too old to get in a bounce house cuz I love a bounce house. But those kids were too old for like I what was what's her name? Melina or something with the wor- the workout. She also she's rough looking. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I really did. Uh, I do really like, like, I did enjoy the girls that were like, I love to watch the activities because it is fun to see who actually participates and like take shit serious. Because like, in real life, that's like where you really want to know if like your girl is going to stand out. Like, if we go to a party or if we go to my aunt's house, like, can you like step in and like, yeah, and I feel like that's like super important. So it was kind of weird to me that Clayton just didn't see like the red flag that like, there was three hours like that the girl said that like Cassidy wasn't doing anything at all. Mm-hmm. Like that was just odd to me because I feel like, well, I don't know, I'm weird where I feel like I watch people in those type of situations. And like that's kind of what sticks out more to me as a guy, like more than anything. Like I don't really care how you act towards me. Like I'm so simple and I know what I want at the end of the day. And like I'm like set. So it's just more like how you treat other people, like how you act and like how you like are perceived. I do think it's on Clayton. It's like, how did you not notice that Cassidy was like off on her own, not helping, not participating, not like, you know how easy it is to entertain kids and be like, oh, really cool. And then kids are like, oh, this person's great. Like, you don't have to do much, but she didn't even, she's like, oh, I don't spend a lot of time with you little people. So weird. That was so- yeah, it's so weird. I feel like it's even more weird when people talk about like... <laughs> kids like they're like uh, uh animals or like uh like like kids. yeah like they were gerbils i was like why is she talking to them like that i was like why don't you respect anyone in the world and i'm like okay you're after clayton but like you still gotta live with these people at the end of the day yeah also i hated 
after the birthday party, um, Clayton's outfit, he was wearing like that hoodie with like a patterned sport coat. And I was like, who's dressing this man? That's why he needs a partner to, because someone needs to teach him how to dress. Um, and I love how the women were like getting into it. And they're like, Cassidy, like you didn't participate and she's like, I, well, there's a really strong connection. Everyone's like, you weren't even like doing anything. And she's like, it's not like we were getting paid for it. And Genevieve's face was like, wait, we weren't getting paid for that. <laughs> and I was like, what a classic like service industry worker reaction. Cause I would say the same. I'd be like, what? Hold on. We should get a party pay or something if we're going to have to, uh, you know, be part of this. Did you watch The Sopranos? Yeah. Mara reminds me of Gloria from The Sopranos. So Mara's the one. I think she's from Jersey. She's got dark hair. She's got like a strong jawline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she looks like Gloria, who, for those of you who have watched The Sopranos and know how much I love it, she's Tony's girlfriend who ends up killing herself. Oh, that's so funny. It's also funny because uh, today I went into like a deep dive of like, when I saw that she's from Collinswood, New Jersey, um, there's literally this flea market I would go to, like, I forget, maybe it was Sundays, I don't know, whatever weekend it was, I would go there with my grandparents because my grandparents lived right next to that area. So every time I, like, it's, I really don't like her. <laughs> I really don't like her for some reason, and I, I don't know why. There's not, like, a real rhyme or reason why, but she's just not one of my favorites yeah. right now. And I felt like she was giving way too much energy to Cassidy, and uh, I just... Yeah, I don't know. But part of me is like rooting for her because she's from Jersey. Yeah, you're from the East Coast. So that makes sense. I didn't like her at first. And I really hated her when she came out of the limo and was like, Mara, like marinara. I was like, ugh, eye roll. However, she is growing on me a little bit. I, I think just because like... she, I, I don't remember what it was. She like sided with someone who was opposite of Cassidy. And so then I was like, yeah, fuck that bitch. Yeah, nah, I definitely like that she, like, stood up for herself and, like, you know, uh, kind of uh, just, uh, you know, didn't really, like, let it go. Because, um, I mean, I, I guess I understand the girl Lindsay being frustrated and, like, walking away. But I'm like, I feel like y'all need to deal with this girl right now. Like, y'all need to take care of this. Because if y'all can take care of this real quick as a group, like, it'll be over faster than ever. That's what I don't get is, like, they could easily, like, be like, hey, Clayton. Because it. Everything goes, like, so, like, one person goes and says, I think you should know what's going on. Someone's not here for the right reasons. And it's like, okay, but why should he believe you? And then it's like, she said, she said. When really it's like, if two or more women went up to him and were like, look, Cassidy's a fucking crazy bitch. She didn't do anything to help at the birthday party. Also, she's made out with you 17 times today, and that's too many times for the first week of The Bachelor. Like, that, it's too many times. And I think they... Yeah, they're like giving her too much leeway. They needed to like nip it in the bud right away. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I also just I don't want to make out with anyone 17 times a day. No. Like, how much? When is the last time that you've liked someone that you have kissed them more than 17 times in a day? And in like in a pool and like covered in cake frosting and like I don't know, like. How does he not see those red flags? Like, that was just so weird. And the fact that she got a rose made my blood boil. Also, I hate to be the girl that says it, but, like, she's not even that pretty. 
Like how? To, oh, that that really got me. Yeah, that's the other thing. I'm just like, she's just not even all that. She's not all that. Is that a movie? I feel like she's not all that. Is a movie, but she's all that. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just kind of perplexed me because there's just nothing about her that really stands out except for her confidence. But he also just says that was also annoying me. He was like, I really see the confidence in you, and that really stands out to every girl. Yeah. Like, every girl has confidence because they talk to you? What? Yeah, like, even fucking Jill and Lindsay with a Y, like, the two, like, saddest girls that cry in the corner, they're like, meh, I don't know why I'm here. It's like, yeah, I don't know why either. You guys are ugly, and you're sad, and literally, he hasn't even talked to you, and you're crying about it. Get over yourselves. There's, like, so many other better guys in the world. And he's like, I can tell you're confident. And, like, when Jill was like, oh, I may not be the loudest person in the room, but that doesn't mean I don't want to be here. And he's like, no, I can tell by your confidence. I was like, she's the most pathetic girl here. Yeah, she was. Yeah, I don't have much to say there. I did get super excited, though, about the uh, I also didn't even realize the girl was from Germany, Eliza. Oh, yeah. I was like this. Like that girl handled it so well, like not being on any of the dates and like just being like, this is my moment. And like, I'm just going to have a really good time and like be creative and talk to him. I agree. I, I even wrote that down. I was like, ooh, Eliza, good. That, that's what you got to do. Get in there, play the game, stay positive. Like you'll get your time. Here's the thing. You don't have to be his number one, make the connection right away. You just can't be the worst girl there. Like the drama starter the person who has no connection, like she was, I loved her from the beginning. I loved that little trying to make him like read the German words. Cause I was like, he doesn't know how to read English. He's of course he's not going to read German, but yeah, she handled that really well. Um, how did you, yeah. How did you feel about the one-on-one -on -one date with Susie? I was super excited. Cause uh, it just felt like the most normal, genuine connect like it just felt so natural it didn't feel forced it almost felt like i was watching a reality tv show when they were like driving and going to the thing and they were i mean because i mean it seems like she's done a lot in her life from like the little clips that they showed us obviously i don't really know much about this girl so i don't know whatever her like wild side is like obviously that hasn't like fully fully like come out yet and like we haven't got to see her be super super goofy but she's super chill and real and she was super vulnerable with him. And I just really enjoyed their like time together. Me too. And I was not a fan of her at first. And I was like, oh, this fake fucking bitch. And she had like the most real, like she was like, oh, I'm excited to go on this date, but I'm also very nervous. And I think that's normal to feel. And <sighs> I hate to say it, but she won me over where I was like, yeah, good. I'm, I'm glad you guys are having a fun date. How did you feel about a uh, flight girl when um <laughs> the helicopter flew over? <laughs> I was like, bitch, you don't get everything that has to do with an airplane or a helicopter. Like, relax. She needs to get a second part of a personality because that's she never shuts the fuck up about it. Rachel, yeah. Yeah, I feel like um I feel like obviously I think we know that Rachel goes far, uh, but. I don't know. Something about her irks me a little bit, but also that she might be one of the more normal ones and just like going through the competition and like, like as you would if someone was dating your man. Yeah. 
Yeah, I th- I think Rachel falls somewhere in the middle. Um, I love how Cassidy and I wrote ugly blonde chick that looks like Cassidy with the other fake lips. Shanae. Okay, they're the same fucking person, and they're like, tr- they they have like the same. Uh, they're going down the same road that they're like, you gotta get out there. You gotta just you know boo up right next to him and like don't let those other it's a competition it's like yeah you bitches are in competition with yourselves i feel like you're forgetting that part of it yeah honestly the craziest thing was shanae following cassie i was like oh my god someone's following her (laughs) like she's the last person i would follow in my life like literally even if my life depended on it i would not believe anything this girl is like saying yeah she's She's insane, both of them, I think, um, which is making for entertaining TV uh, with Susie and Clayton in the helicopter. <laughs> they're like talking about like how they're like nervous and, and like excited and whatever. Did you hear those alarming sounds coming from the helicopter? I was like, this thing's going to crash. Wait, no, but also like this is terrible, but they were like driving over the field and I was like, oh, literally where Kobe Bryant crashed i was like literally exact the same spot i was thinking the same. i was like that is ballsy of them to take this route i was like in a helicopter in la yeah yeah that kind of like sketched me out a little bit and then i'm not gonna lie it was pretty crazy when they landed on a yacht because i was just like yo that's insane i was i think that's that's what won me over on this date too because like I hated though when he was like, "Do you trust me?" and she's like, "Yeah." And it's like, "Motherfucker, you're not the one flying the helicopter. Why? Yeah. yeah. Of course she trusts you on the date." All right. So like I feel like my real question for you is like do you feel like Clayton's been through any real adversity in his life like to that he really felt and like would you ever date a guy that like you like I just he just seems like almost too nice. Like, could you date a guy that nice? Me, no. And from last week's episode, I uh, related strongly with Claire, who was like, oh, I'd eat this guy alive. Yeah, no, fuck, I hate him. Yeah, not a chance. And that's also how I feel like Cassidy and him would never make a good match because Cassidy would chew him up and spit him out. Like, she's too, like, intense for him and, like, non-genuine, and he's too, like, innocent and that's not someone who I could date. I need someone who's who's uh, lived a life. Yeah, I feel like Cassidy's the girl that would like go to a bar with you and uh, kiss another guy in front of you while you're dating just to see what you would do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, or like start shit and be like, my boyfriend will fight you and then be like, right? Yeah, and that's like the worst type of person that you could ever meet in his life. And uh, those are the type of people I, I try to avoid. I did. I, there was this one guy I used to eat lunch with in community college, and um, he uh, one day he had someone was like, "Oh yeah, choice." Like, oh shit, <laughs> didn't mean to say his name. <laughs> um, so they said he's arguing outside, and uh, I was like, "All right." Uh, I mean, I just uh, just walk out the door. The door's right there. I just open the door, and he was like, "Yeah, and my friend Dan right here, he'll fight you with me." And no. I was like, "What?" I will not. He was a Cassidy. Yeah, and he was he's still a terrible human and he's still faking it. Actually, I don't even know what he's doing to this day, but <laughs> I mean, I, I wish him the best. Aw. 
Um, yeah, I, 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 I like Susie better than I thought I would. She seemed dumb and she really, you know, was authentic in herself on this date, I think. And that won me over. Um, until they had dinner with a private concert. That's my least favorite part of The Bachelor always. Oh, my God. This is the most cringiest thing ever. It's also just like, where do they find these people? Well, it's obviously someone's, it's a producer's, like, niece who's trying to get her music career off the ground. But it's never good. Never good. The producer's niece. And I, I, I just wish we would know who these people are. I'm not even going to lie to you. I literally went and took a shit during that part. <laughs> <laughs> I literally I literally said, yeah, I, and Anna went to go pause it. Anna's my girlfriend. She went to go pause it, and I was like, yo, please don't. I waited for this moment. <laughs> You're like, I, this is a relief. I need to go shit. Cause the, and she looked like a, like a Barbie doll, a little plastic Barbie doll with the blonde hair and the pink. And the craziest part is she said, oh, don't worry. I'll, live t- I'll send you live text updates. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right. And she literally sent live text updates. Let me see. Oh, my goodness. She was like, they are kissing. Now, no, no dancing, just making out. He's giving her the rose. Your true colors are so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also love how he it like shows him like walking away from the dance floor, grabbing a rose and then walking back. It's like. We know she's just standing there awkwardly. She's not like swaying to whatever the fuck stupid singer lady's name is. And listen up now because that song is going to make a comeback once, you know, Susie's like in the final 10 or five or whatever. And she's going to like have a surprise for Clayton where like that singer comes back or the song comes back. And that's why this show sucks. I kind of wish you watched Matt's season because, but I guess, I don't know. This was just, this felt like the date where like he went on with uh, the girl Rachel and he like went to the store and he like got her Louboutins and took her on this like crazy shopping spree. And I was like, oh, this is the girl. I was like, this is, this is, this is who he really wants. This is who he really likes. So I feel like they like always do a date where it's just like over the top where like, he's like, this is my number one girl. Like this is who I want to be with. Yeah, like he like pulls out all the stuff, like the best date for them, because he's like, now or never, baby. Yeah. I can see that. Um, yeah, and then like, cut to Jill crying, and she's like, I haven't got a chance to talk. Go away, Jill. You look like Janice Ian from Mean Girls, which is not an insult. It's just a thing that she looks like. I, I am good at making or figuring out where people look familiar from. Um, and I, I really hated when Shanae... So then kind of like going into the next part is like the second group date. And Shanae is... Not, so Cassidy was the enemy of the first group date. Shanae, her counterpart, is enemy number two. And she starts calling herself Shanae. How do you feel about that? Oh, yeah. Uh I just, I was, I was like, as soon as she said Shanae, I was like, oh, this is her like black alter ego that she like goes into like Walgreens to get a return with. I mean, to like uh, get a refund with. I just feel like openly telling someone that you have an alter ego for like non-comedic purposes, like mm-hmm. is a red flag. Mm-hmm. Like 
Don't go into character and like not be funny or like be like super like you if you go into character, you have to like really go into character. I feel like alter egos, alter egos are like a red flag unless you're funny. I agree. And sometimes, you know, they're not. I have an alter ego. It's my true self. It's like a man from the 1940s who like who talks like this and does like weird things. But yeah, you can't. I feel like it's you can't just like shenane get the fuck out i hate you and then when when they when someone tells her to get up they're like can you nene and then she gets up and does it i've never cringed so hard in my life oh it was was like the worst thing i've ever felt in my life my like skin crawled (laughs) but like also i'm not gonna lie there was a couple moments during the games that they played that really like i was like Oh, the real red flag is if you haven't sent a nude. Yeah. If you haven't sent a nude, also like if you haven't, I've, everyone's cheated once. I just feel like like you're lying. I absolutely agree. Um, and I thought I thought those were all good questions. I did hate at first. I was like, oh, we're so overdone with this school thing. Like especially after Michelle's season, I was like, please don't make us watch another classroom or like. Oh, you already did kids this episode. Please, let's move on from that. Um, but, yeah. Never have I ever sent a nude. If you, You're an adult woman. If you haven't, in this age in, with technology, if you haven't sent a nude, you're Amish. That's the only, or you're a liar. That's the only reason, yeah. Yeah, that's just so weird to me. Because, like, no, like, everyone has. I don't care. Like, some form of a nude. And even if you're not calling it, like, even if it's lingerie, like, mm-hmm. I'm still going to count it. But also, I feel like what, other, like what also just stuck out, like, stood out to me was if, like, this girl, number one, was sitting alone. All right. That's a bit of a red flag to me. <laughs> She's sitting alone. And then she has an alter ego. Then she gets up and dances. And then she says everyone's against her. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, there's something wrong with her. Yeah. And... She's like, just because Elizabeth got up and like sat next to Clayton, she and she she missed her opportunity. Now she's like turning on Elizabeth and that whole thing. And we'll get to that. But I want to ask, do you, you've obviously sent nudes. Do you send dick pics to your girlfriend? Um, have you? I mean, I definitely have sent to my girlfriend. But like, we honestly don't, Um, I, I wouldn't say that we're big sexters. But like, also, we we've legit we're together every day like like we met during quarantine like beginning of quarantine well not beginning but like close i mean because we've been together over a year so um there's just not really much time in between like i think she went on a longer trip and like we know we kind of like traded pictures but like other than that not really but i mean we would i think if we like spent a little bit more time apart and like had more time away or like more work trips or like something was going on than we would that makes sense because you guys live together so that you're not like taking a shit and then also sending her a dick pic while she is pausing the bachelor for you so that makes sense yeah i feel like she'll send me like i i I feel like she'll get horny and send like a pic and like i'll be playing video games and she'll be like stop playing video games well like obviously she didn't say that but she'll like send a pic (laughs) are you are you a sender of pics I am. I yeah, of course. I even the hardest thing for me is uh when I don't have someone to send pics to. There's 
like my most recent ex, there was like a night that I was like out at an open mic. I was drinking and I was like, oh, I'm wearing a trendy jean. And he's like, show me a picture. And I sent him a picture, like an innocent picture, fully clothed. And I was like, ooh, trendy jean. And then like, I don't know, the next time I got drunk, I sent him like a picture of my underwear or something like that. And I was like, what am I doing? But I, I, I'm sad when I have an opportunity to send pictures and I don't have anyone to send them to. Oh, yeah. So like you, you're like not you because you, you're doing it for yourself, though, like in a way too. like where you just like you're like, oh, no, like I feel good. And I look good right now. Like I like like somebody got to see this. Like that's good that you're doing it for yourself because uh, it'd be sad. Like if you were just saying that and just you just never had a chance to. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I went on vacation with the family I was working for, like babysitting for. And they took me to Vegas and L.A. and like the one uh we were in Vegas for one night and I stayed in this giant fucking suite by myself with like mirrors on the ceiling. And I was like, man, all I want to do is like have sex and do drugs in this hotel room. And instead I'm like hanging out with like a six month old or an eight month old baby or seven. I don't know. He's like seven months old, five months old. I don't know how old he is right now. Anyways. Sorry, Neil. Um, and then we went to this hotel in LA, the proper Santa Monica. Yeah. Fancy, very, like, cool. I had my own room, and I had, like, it felt very, like, uh, swanky New York little whatever. And I had, like, the most perfect lighting. And I literally sent a Snapchat to my friends, and I was like, really wish I had a man to send horny nudes to because this lighting and this opportunity that I'm just, like, in my room by myself with a complimentary bottle of wine. I was like, what a waste of not having anyone to have phone sex with. Also, for like those of you that don't know, um, the Santa Monica proper, uh, it might be one of the most beautiful hotels I've ever seen. It's uh, designed by uh, Kelly Wurstler, and uh, it's it might be the most romantic. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It, it. It's one of the most beautiful places you'll probably ever see in your life. Yeah. It's so intentional. <laughs> It is. And like just the lobby itself. I've never seen a more beautiful space. And like the seating options in the lobby alone. I was like, oh, a bench that perfectly fits my body. Oh, a lounge chair that's also a recliner. Like a, a lambskin rug chair. I'm not doing it justice. You just got to look it up and look at all the seating options. And it's a very, very cool hotel. Um so yes, I definitely send nudes. The next question was, have you ever faked an orgasm? I have. I know men, it's different. Have you ever faked an orgasm? N no. <laughs> no. No, like, and even if I, like, wanted to fake it, and no, because I just literally just, like, no, nah, I, I didn't, like, you know, you know when I don't. Yeah. That's polite of you. Oh, yeah. Guys guys can't lie the same way women can. And I feel like male orgasms, it's like there's physical evidence, you know? And for women, it's like sometimes it's amazing. Sometimes it's like, oh, okay, that was it. So, like, you can exaggerate and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like guys, like... I, 
I jerked off all day. Like, yeah, that's why I'm not coming right now. <laughs> like, I, I have nothing to fake. I just, I don't even know what you want from me. Like, I don't even want to be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope that's not the case when you're having sex. Um, I also, okay, so have you ever cheated on a girlfriend? Um, yeah, I have. Unfortunately, I have. But, um, you know, I was young and I was learning. And uh, honestly, you know what the biggest thing was? I feel like L.A. is a hard place to like, I don't want to say grow up in, but like I didn't really go to college. And so like, I moved here when I was like 18 years old. And uh, my game has just evolved and changed, like obviously as I grew up too. And But like also I just never... I feel like I was always a little bit ahead because I never really had to, um, like, I was always going after, like, I don't want to say grown woman, but, like, woman out of college. So, like, when I was, like, 20 years old, I'm going after women that are, like, 25 and up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, there was even a point where I was only dating women 30 and over because, like, I just, like, woman 30 and over, better. If you're looking for a woman, 30 and over. That's it. You like an established woman. Yeah, and also, like, I swear to God, a woman 25 to 30 will, I mean, 25 to 29 will ruin your life. Like, she will literally ruin your life. And, like, she probably wants nothing to do with you um, unless, I mean, they're just, I mean, women are focusing on themselves in that moment. And if, if, if you're not a real moment or, like, you know, someone who's really holding it down and someone who's, like, financially stable and, you know, has a lot going for them, then um you should go cheat on her no i'm just kidding (laughs) i dated i've always dated guys older than me but recently i dated um a guy he was only like 17 months younger than me so like not very much younger than me but he when we dated he turned 29 and i turned i turned 30 right after right before we met and so I was older and he used to tease me and call me middle-aged, which he he loves older women. And we had a good laugh about it. And I wasn't like offended by it because it's I'm less than two years older than him. But I always got a kick out of that. But recently I I uh, in my early 20s, like I was 20 years old. I dated a guy who was 31 and he when I met him, he was going through a divorce with his wife who was an actress in Hollywood. He had just moved back to Chicago. We dated for like maybe three and a half years. And he was an alcoholic. And like when I was like 22 or when I was like 20, uh, I was like, oh my God, this guy's so fun. You know, we're drinking like three bottles of wine on a Monday night getting sushi. This is awesome. And then I turned 23 and I was like, you need to grow up, you 34 year old man. And recent this past Sunday I hadn't heard from him in years and this past Sunday I was having a zoom chat with my girlfriends and he tried FaceTiming me and I was like oh my god is this real what's going on and so I texted him and I was like did you mean to FaceTime me and he goes oh sorry that was my one-year-old daughter I was like haha random and he's like yeah could not be more random sorry so you don't think he just wanted to drop that on you? No, I think he did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> his one-year-old daughter. <laughs> He's going to say, yeah, I'm doing better without you. <laughs> I just wanted to stun on you real quick. Yeah, except he lives in Mishawaka, Indiana, married to a woman younger than me. So their age gap is probably like 
15 plus years. Um, yeah, they have a kid and then she has a kid from a previous relationship. So I just have me and my dog and I feel great. So uh, I'm I'm happy how things turned out. Yeah, I mean, I think you win because it's a competition. Yeah. I, we I, Everyone tries to act like there isn't competition. It's a competition always. It's always, it's oh yeah. So I dated this girl and uh she was 25 i was 22 and she was like i feel like i'm a mini cougar and um it's crazy because that was right before uh or that was right after my phase of dating women only 30 and over because like i just couldn't like i couldn't stand meeting like girls my age or around my age because like they were just I don't know. I don't want to say they, because obviously I know everyone's not like that. And obviously I make like, I mean, my girlfriend's, we're the exact same age now. Um, but uh, yeah. And she used to like say it all the time. She was like, oh, I'm just so much older and more mature than you. And like, she used to like really like, like it was crazy that she would say it all the time and like really believed it and like felt like there was this, just this huge difference between us and that she felt like she was just so mature and she didn't want to have to like teach me all this shit. And I was like, this is crazy because, like, I was dating literally a 44-year-old woman, like, right before you, like, an actual cougar with a 17-year-old kid. Like, like I was, like, a stepdad before I came into this relationship. Like, I was fucking your mom before you. That's yeah. essentially what it was. Oh, my gosh. So we see Shanene do her uncomfortable Nene. And then all the girls do a... Uh, what what would you call that? Uh, uh, a relay, yeah, not a relay, a um obstacle course of all the red flags. I thought that was like a cute thing with like the breadcrumbs and the uh breaking down the wall, whatever. If I had to chug milk, though, I'd I'd quit right there. That made me sick to my stomach. Yeah, I feel like I, I, the food challenges and the drinking challenges are always so funny because like there's always someone that just regurgitates everything and uh, they make you watch it. But also like no one, if anyone chugged all that, like whoever chugged the most milk is gross. I, I, I forgot who they showed. Someone like took a few sips and literally just like poured it on her tits. Cause I was, and that's what I would do too. I'd be, or I'd like throw it behind me. Like you'd have to, pay me money to drink i can't remember the last time i drank especially like cow's milk i'm not a big like dairy person like to chug milk i'd 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 be like nah i'll be single forever give me the fuck out of here yeah i feel like also like and there's no way it's ice cold after it's sitting out there in the sun oh, like yeah. like i feel like milk needs to be ice cold <laughs> can't be warm not lukewarm like that's absolutely disgusting i was also like super I, I don't know. I I really I really do actually like the girl Marlena, the uh, oh, former Olympian. Olympian girl. Yeah, and I was kind of glad I got to actually finally like see her, like spend a little bit of time and like talk to him after too. But like, I when she was like, "Oh, y'all gonna have to go against me," I thought she was gonna go a lot harder. Same. I was so excited. She's like flexing. I was like, "Hell yeah, girl!" Like, give them a run for their money. And then I was like, "You slipped in the first like five feet." <laughs> Yeah, I, I was, like, expecting a little bit more out of her because I was like, all right. I, don't, I mean, obviously, I don't know what event she did in the Olympics or, like, what she did. I mean, she could have been a bobsledder for all we know. Like, But, like, I was expecting her to, like, just, like, Usain Bolt 
Yeah. However, also in the Olympics, they're not like stepping on like breadcrumbs and jelly. And I, I was surprised. Was it Sarah that won the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. She, I was surprised that she won. And I was like, we had an Olympian. How, how did she let us down like that? Um, and a lot, uh, yeah. Uh, what the fuck is it? Shanae was really bummed. I thought it was cute that they had a friend zone where they put the girls who were like cheating or fell or whatever. Also, Shanae took down Elizabeth and yeah. Oh, this is what I was going to say is so after, after the obstacle course, Clayton is like chatting with some of the girls. He gets extra time with Sarah because she won and Shanae is giving her the stink eye from the corner and Elizabeth and Clayton are having their little like one-on-one chat and she's like oh are you a rapper I used to freestyle rap I could not think of two people I would rather not see freestyle rap than the two of them wait that was Elizabeth right yeah oh yeah 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 how do you I, I feel like I just I want to I feel like I didn't I heard how you talked about her in the first episode I, I kind of want to know how you feel about Elizabeth now I had so I hated her initial like her like fake phone call answer and she's like hi yeah we have the great property for you I think she's fake I I still like her more than Shanae though and I was on team Elizabeth up until she was like okay I wasn't listening to you it's because I have ADHD I thought that was a dumb excuse because it's like Okay, no, shut up. You can have, everyone has it. Like, I get it. However, I think Shanae was being a bitch after that. I'm still, I still like Elizabeth more than Shanae. But I thought that ADHD comment was dumb. To be like, I wasn't listening to you because I suffer from ADHD. Like, it was like victimizing. And it's like, no, just say, yeah, oh, sorry. I didn't realize I was like, wasn't listening to you in the conversation. Well, um, she got me because I mean, I, I believed her because when she was like, because part of me was like, I don't really believe anything Shanae says. Mm -hmm. And so like, and nothing about Elizabeth says to me, like, if someone's talking around her, she's not going to look and listen Mm -hmm. and like purposely go out of her way to ignore. So I was, it just felt like Shanae was more attacking her. And I was like, and maybe she does like. Is might she might even be on like actual ADHD like medication? Cause like I'm not gonna lie, I am pretty bad. If like there's a lot going on, like if there's a party and someone starts talking to me and having a serious conversation, I know like sometimes even like events with my old clients that I would go to with, like she would get my client would get mad at me if I wasn't like networking hard enough or like you know if I didn't seem into a conversation sometimes. But like legit, my ADHD at an event is like. Where the bad bitch is at? I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, whatever you're saying is really interesting. And um, no. But I, I also think, I feel like she didn't even need to, even if she has ADHD, like she didn't need to use it as, and I'm not saying like a fake excuse, but as an excuse. Because I think like what you're talking about, like everyone experiences, that's like overstimulation. Like it's just like, ah, uh, there's a lot going on. And also like I'm in a competition with like 30 other women and here I am. And like, two people are talking to me at once. Like I only have two ears and 
one brain. So like you can only process so much at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Shanae was like, oh, I hated her. And then even when Elizabeth was like, okay, let's talk about this. Blah, blah, blah. And then Shanae kept being like, you told me you love me. She's like, I never said I loved you. I gave you a hug. I didn't say I love you. She's like, yeah, she's all, I love you. And it's like, she never said she loved you. Yeah. I, I think like Shanae might be like almost clinically insane, but like, Oh, this is that. Oh, yeah. I guess I just jump in a little bit. But, like, my whole favorite part of the night that, like, really got me was at the end when Cassidy's like, I can't be on your side anymore. <laughs> when Cassidy turns on her after the whole day. Like, you know you fucked up when the craziest bitch here just goes, yeah, no, I don't want to be associated with you. Yeah, that, like, made my night. But, um... But yeah, I just because there was a lot of situations where I also just feel like Elizabeth was very mature and like handled stuff very well, like especially by like, I mean, because it's hard to deal with people that are like lying and manipulative and like being the way Shanae was because also like she did not have to go tell Clayton anything because literally nothing was happening and nothing had happened. And like she's the one that literally pushed her down, like uh, like Shanae pushed whatever down. Yeah, Elizabeth was like, look, I wasn't even going to bring this up, but she took out my legs and tackled me during that, <laughs> that toast run. Um, yeah, I'm excited for what's to come with that. Like, excited. Like, like the moment Sinead gets sent home, it'll be very satisfying for all of us, I think. So then we go to the cocktail party. Eliza was just so sweet and handled her self very well loved that i wish gabby like how many pillows of clayton's faces gabby have i i am not a fan of gabby this episode she's fine she's whatever but like in her initial like interview she's like i'm just really goofy and it's like if you have to say you're goofy you're not goofy if you have to say you're so funny and out there you're not funny and out there like show us like show us don't tell us you know yeah, I felt like Gabby was a lot, like, it's crazy because I almost want to judge her, like, uh, her face so <laughs> bad. But, like, she was actually just, like, kind and sweet. And, like, there's a part of me that really wants to hate her. But, like, she's not giving that to me. And she's, like, I mean, she might just be being normal for now because, like, all the other girls are, like, doing their craziness. And, like, her crazy might not have come out yet. Because I just feel like there's something that she's not like. There's a side of her that she's not showing us yet, mm-hmm. like for like there has to be something. Because there's a part of me that just looks looks like you've gotten some work done and like there's like you're hiding something. Mm-hmm. I definitely see that, and yeah, I, I I'm just weirded out by how many pillows that she brought with his face and even he's like oh that's a terrible picture like don't get like destroy that i thought that was really funny um oh wait and also what gets me is uh i feel like i hate the girls that get guilt like them and like guilt like the bachelor or the bachelorette into a kiss when they're like and she's like oh i haven't got a chance to kiss the real one yet i was gonna kiss this one first and i'm like can y'all just like kiss? Like, don't be weird about this. Yeah. So he's like, okay, let's do it. I feel like Elizabeth was a trier. She was like, oh, maybe we can try a kiss now. Like, 
I do hate that. How do you feel about, because I know, I think it's nice and like consenting when it's like, can I kiss you? But there is an element of like cringe to it because it's like, oh, you just killed the moment. And Jonah's very much on the, uh, like he's like, oh, I hate when people ask if like, can I kiss you? I don't mind it so much. How do you feel about the, the can I kiss you? Uh, I think it really just depends on the moment. Uh, but on live TV, I'm uh, if 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 someone's recording the moment, I'm a hundred percent not asking. I don't want you to hear my voice before that, cause like it might even be like nervous voice. Your voice might not come out like a hundred percent correctly. It's just like a weird thing. But I could feel like I feel like me maybe I've been like, oh, I just want to kiss you right now. Like sometimes I sometimes like I've definitely said that mm-hmm. to where like. It's just like I, I don't even know, or like it's driving me insane. Like I don't know how we get there, but like I know it's gonna happen. No, like if I know it's gonna happen, no matter what, then I might say it. But if I'm like questioning, like if you want to kiss me, like then I think it's weird. Yeah, I think it's definitely like you feel it out in the moment. It's never like I'm feeling it. I don't know how you feel. Is this okay? Yeah. But I do like. There's times I I don't mind it as much, but I I totally understand where like how uncomfortable and awkward it is to be like you're feeling it, you're feeling it, you're in the moment, and you're like, can I kiss you? And you're like, oh, what? oh, I just killed it. Yeah, that's like such a weird thing, and also like I think I think I I think I maybe I just need I don't want to say aggressive, but I think Clayton needs to step up a little bit. Like at some point, like. I don't know, like, when is he going to pull a girl to the side or, like, grab a girl or, like, pick her up? Like, yo, he's way too big to not have picked the girl up yet. Has he picked the girl up yet? <laughs> I think he picked up, someone ran, I think it was Shanae at the date. She, she like, ran at him first because her big old tits were bouncing around. I remember that. And I was like, I bet he's so, because, okay, so overall, I think he's so, like, overwhelmed that, like, these women are throwing themselves at him that he's just, like, oh, yeah, this is great. Like, wholesome guy from the Midwest who just, like, loves tits in his face. And he's like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah, this is great. And Shanae runs up and, like, he does, like, a half catch with her. I agree. He's way too big to not pick up every single one. Serene? Serene is, like, my pinky finger. Oh, yeah. He could throw her a thousand yards. No question. Um, I agree. He needs to be picking them up. He needs to be making more of an effort. Again, I think he's, like, too overwhelmed and, like, flattered that these women are throwing themselves at him. So he's just, like, sitting back. And it's like, no, you need to be active and find your soulmate if that's what you're here to do. Yeah, I think that's what's kind of making it a little bit, like, because even the thing with, like, Cassidy, like, at the uh, first group date where I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, was this group date that boring that, like, they didn't show us any other, like, cuts of him, like, talking to any other girl except for him getting dressed up as a clown with Melina? Like, I just, I feel like it's just coming down to, like, the sweet thing. I'm like, no one's, like, that sweet. Because it's even, like, when I watch, like, the entrances, when they're coming out the limo, I'm like, some of this stuff, like, I would be visibly, like, disturbed by. Like, some of the stuff that the girls say and, like, do or come out of, like, I would be, like, I mean, I guess a part of me, like, I'm on TV, but I'd be, like, like, I'd be nice about it, but I'd be, like, nah, not for me. <laughs> like, I mean, I think a good example of that for me personally is, like, Gabby, when she gets out of limo and she's, like, oh, now I can sit on your face or whatever. And it's, like, 
uh, you're trying so hard. And it's not in like a cute, funny, dirty way. The only one I bet like I think toes the line for me is when one of the girls, she had the little, she's like, I'm nervous. I think we should both hold my nips. And she pulled out the little liquor bottles. I was, cause I was like, ugh. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. I liked that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that caught me off guard, so I was, like, good, because I was like, oh, wow, she's going there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, like, I wasn't super mad at that, but, yeah, there's just definitely moments where I'm, like, I don't know a lot of guys that would, like, I mean, I've just, like, if I'm out with my guy friends and, like, I don't know, say we're at, like, a bar or club or, like, somewhere, like, like, I've just seeing i mean i guess you're you're gonna act different on tv no matter what but like seeing guys interact with like multiple women and multiple groups of women or like even multiple interests in like the same place i just feel like he doesn't really give off like the energy to where like like he i I feel like i need him to be like at least a bit more assertive or like a bit more like I, i don't know like turning girls down a bit like like no, nah, not right now. Like, I'll come back to you later. Like, yeah, I think he needs to make some of them like I hate to say make them work for it, but like, he he's just like taking everything. I mean, if you fall for Cassidy's bullshit, it's like, oh, you're an idiot, and you have no read on like human people. Because that I was thinking about this the other day. Because like my my sister is dating someone right now who I'm like, me and him are just not on the same wavelength. And I, I was thinking about because I told a friend and she was like, oh, you're just always more protective of your siblings. And I was like, that's so true. And I was like, I also think the way I look at the world and the way that I like I have worked in the service industry and I deal with people a lot in when people are at their worst, I have a better read on people where like I can see their whole self. So I get it all. And my sister's very much like, look at the good in people, see the light, blah, blah, blah. And so she gets like outshined by the light and she sees all that and the wonderful things. And I'm like, nope, look at this dark corner over here. Look at this dark corner over here. I'm seeing the whole thing. And that's what I feel like, like Clayton is like seeing the light and he's like, oh yeah, these girls are throwing themselves at me and they're showing up in this way, in this way, because it's a competition. And it's like, nah. Half these girls suck. Yeah, I feel like I'm the same way where I'm just like, I'm super dark and like I see, like I also kind of want people to show me like the terrible things and I also want people to show me like them be mean and like, or show me like how they feel or their opinion or like, not only to say show me your dark side, but like, (laughs) (laughs) but like literally because I'm like, I know it's in there and I know it exists and if I don't see it ever, like I don't think I can ever trust you as a person like it humanizes people to be able to see their like darkness and their sadness and i think it's important for us all to to show that to each other yeah it's like when you're like on a first date or like talking to someone and like they tell you they're like they're into a movie series that you like absolutely despise or hate but you're not gonna like stop talking to them because if you're like oh my god you like that like Mm -hmm. and they might even convince you of it otherwise but like i don't know you kind of get to like really know people that way i feel like and you get to accept if you choose to accept them as a whole as they are in their complete and authentic self and like (laughs) 
Here's a good example. I dated a guy, crazy guy, for the listeners who know, the guy who wrote a song about me, about um, him murdering me. Um, Daniel, I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, I did tell you about this, yeah. So one of the reasons that he like gave me when we broke up, he gave me a, a crazy list of things why he broke up with me. One was that like if we had kids and they died, he wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to handle it amongst other things. And one of the other things he said, he was like, you don't network with comedy enough. And I was like, no, I network just fine. You worry about you. And another thing was he, um, he was like, you know, when we started dating, I thought just you were this confident person and like, you're, you're not confident a hundred percent of the time. And I was like, you didn't know me. You were going off my persona on social media. Of course, I'm going to show the most confident myself, you know, the the best of myself. I'm like, that's social media. That's nobody's who they are on social media. And also, nobody's confident 100% of the time. That's human life. That's how we exist. Nobody is. Yeah, I feel like unless you're the rock, like you have <laughs> no reason to be confident all the time. Like unless it's literally your job. That you've been doing for a hundred years. It also just sounds annoying to be confident a hundred percent of the time. It sounds like a cocky asshole. I wouldn't wanna be I wouldn't wanna be associated with. No, and also like I feel like super confident people are like confident even when they're wrong. And there's nobody worse that is confident when they're wrong and won't admit it either. Ugh, I once got in a fight with an ex because he he was like yeah, no, in Chicago, we're closer to the South Pole than the North Pole. And I was like, no, we're not. We're closer to the North Pole because we're in the Northern Hemisphere. And we argued about this. We had been drinking, but we had argued 20, 30 minutes. And I was like, I drew him examples. I was like Googling. I was like, I don't know how you don't understand that you're wrong. And he was like, and then finally he backed down and he goes, yeah, maybe. Well, if you're confident enough about it, like people will believe you. And I was like, you're a fucking asshole. And also, I knew I was right this entire time. How dare you try to, like, question my logic? That's crazy. Where you're like, <laughs> you should be confident that we're never having sex again. <laughs> and um, you can leave now. You know, it's so crazy. I feel like Cassidy, I'm not even lie. When I was watching her, it kind of reminded me of this time when I was uh, in high school. And uh, I went out with this uh, this girl that was like, a grade or maybe she was two grades older than me and uh so she picked me up and like i don't know i just kind of was like oh you're not like not that she, uh, she was preying on me like <laughs> but like i was like oh you're not dating people your age for a reason and um when like uh i guess she didn't pick me up from home uh, maybe we like left the school together and I, I just had her drop me off at a random location because I was like, no, nah, I don't want you to know where I live. Like, that's how I feel about Cassidy. <laughs> yeah, totally. I would not trust her to, like, know where I live, give her the keys to my house, nothing like that. She's, yeah, there's a reason she's still single, and it's because she's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Everyone's Everyone's crazy, though. Everyone has their crazy. Everyone does, and I hate to brush it off as that bitch is crazy but <laughs> that bitch is crazy well yeah she's crazy like in front of everyone so like it's not like it's a secret she's open about it she's crazy and she's not afraid to hide it or trying to hide it uh daniel what are your final thoughts on this episode and what do you think is to come after this um well i i really hope that uh clayton takes this rose back 
I haven't watched like every Bachelor season ever, so like I don't know if, if that's a thing and if he can. It also doesn't sound like it is maybe because uh, it looks like she might be in next week's episode. I'm not sure though. Um, what did you ask me? <laughs> Um, I, I'm kind of just looking forward to see how this, uh, season goes. Cause I think I'm more looking forward to seeing Clayton's evolution than I am with any of these women. No, none really super like stand out to me. Nothing's like, I mean, I, there's just nothing for me to really, really care about. I kind of want to see him really like kind of be more mature and like, kind of handle situations a little bit better and just be more proactive in the like process of like actively trying to like pursue a girl like i just feel like they're all pursuing him like 100 mm-hmm. percent, and it's not like he's just he's just a little too laid back for me mm-hmm. very true i agree well daniel i'd like to thank you so much for being my guest co-host this week um Everyone for listening, thank you so much. Next week, we'll be back again. And again, I apologize if the audio is a little awkward because we have been sharing a microphone this whole time. Thank you so much. If you're not uh, following, please follow us, like, subscribe, smash all those buttons. Feel free to reach out on Instagram, Petals and Pricks, my Instagram, LizEggOne. one. Twitter, Jizz Zamboni, uh, or Petals and Pricks podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. We always love hearing from you. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Bye bye.